If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present Ball in his hands, game on the line Friday, no, tipped up by Nance, at the horn Hardwood takeaways It's Lillard, he got the shot off Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways Brought to you by the Sports Grid Get on the grid, I'm your host Scott Bogman You can find me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Busy day in the NBA. Not so much on the hardwood. Uh, only four games tonight, but a lot going on, including very sad news at the top. David Stern collapsed at a Manhattan restaurant, a former commissioner of the NBA. He had surgery for an embolism. So uh, we're all pulling for him. Hopefully he's doing okay. Uh, and we will find out soon that uh, maybe he can recover from this and move on. But scary, scary situation for him. So hopefully we find out in a couple days that uh, he was able to uh, get better at the hospital and uh, head on home. So uh, we'll see what happens with David Stern. But uh, thoughts and prayers 
out to him. Getting to some of the other news, a weird transition always when you have sad stuff like that, but uh, getting to some of the other news, a lot going on off the hardwood today. Uh, the NBA announced a G League team in Mexico. The G League agreement is with the Capitans. It is for five years. They will not have an NBA affiliate uh, attached to their team. That makes 29 G League teams now. So there's a bunch. The NBA is just so much better at, um, you know, expanding themselves into international markets and obviously the beginning of the year with all the problems with China and Hong Kong and all that stuff, the Daryl Morey tweet kind of putting pressure on the NBA to uh, really back out of dealings with China. And it's not that that was something that they really wanted to do, but they were kind of forced to play their hand and back up their guy. So uh, it's done. And without getting political or anything, it's probably a move better done now than done uh, because you're forced to later on. So uh, kind of a, a strange move, of course, but an appropriate one at this point. But getting back to uh, the Capitans and uh, the G League team, it's just always smart, especially when you, you know, uh, kind of lose one market that you can open up another one. And uh, I think, you know, losing China is probably a big portion of why the ratings are down. And I don't know if they're just talking about ratings uh, across this country or what. Uh, when when they say that, but um, I think that that has to be uh, largely impactful in getting back into another market, whether it be Mexico or anywhere else. It's just a smart move by the NBA and uh, obviously a great time to mention it as well as there are games going on in Mexico City this week. So uh, just very, very smart moves, but this is the kind of stuff that you expect uh, from Adam Silver. He seems to make uh, the right moves constantly. The only wrong moves I've seen is, you know, uh, probably backing up refs with some bad calls, but every single commissioner has to do that. So it's not like it's something new. One that I was um, I was confused about, really, because this news came down that the Kings and Bucks announced that they will play basketball games at a prison organized by uh, the Represent Justice program. And what I was thinking is, are they really going to play like a regular season game at a prison? That doesn't make any sense. You can't fit anyone in there. Or are you just playing for the prisoners? No, it, it's just uh, the players from the Kings and Bucks are going to go play in prison games. Uh, so, and... Um, the owner of the Kings, Vivek Ranadive, said sports franchises have a unique opportunity to bring about positive change, which is why in the past year, the Kings and Bucks brought together leaders from across two cities to share best practices and find new solutions to social injustices. So, um, you know, he says this collaboration with Represent Justice is another example of how we can use our platforms for good. So. I noticed some of this stuff going on, and I think it really started with Obama visiting a prison during his uh, presidency to talk to some of the inmates. And I, I know it's happened many other times as well, but that's really when I noticed it picking up because uh, there was um, Jeff Ross did uh, a comedy show from a prison as well. Uh, and I know the Warriors have been going to uh, visit prisoners in San Quentin for like, you know, I don't know, five or six years now. So, um, you know, more of this kind of stuff is going on. And I think Slam Magazine has been sent to prisoners uh, for a long time as well. So, um, you know, neat idea. Um, I think that it's going to happen, they said, this Thursday. 
uh, or next Thursday, excuse me, for the Bucks, and then the Kings are going to do that, uh, I think, at the end of this month. It was either the end of December or the end of January. I can't remember. But, you know, just another um, uh, program that works for the NBA reaching out to the community. So uh, pretty interesting. Uh, this was maybe the most interesting news of the day. Deion Waiters has been suspended for six games without pay for, quote, failure to adhere to team policies, violation of team rules, and continued insubordination. He has missed 17 games with suspensions and 1.4 million bucks he's lost because of being suspended. I mean, look, dude, if you don't want to play in the NBA anymore, just don't play in the NBA anymore. I don't think you should go through all this trouble of insubordination and uh, tripping balls on a plane and all that nonsense. Just if you want to retire, dude, retire. You know, if you don't want to play anymore, that's fine. If you don't want to play for the heat, say, please trade me. You don't have to keep being insubordinate. And, uh, you know, like this says, doing whatever. I'm assuming that this means that uh, he broke curfew or something on a road trip or somewhere, uh, something along those lines. I can't imagine something much deeper than that, because why not just cut him? But also, you shouldn't be acting like this when you've kind of been pushed out of your job. Kendrick Nunn has basically uh, eliminated the need for Dion Waiters. So it's not very smart, even when you're less needed now, to start doing all of this nonsense. And I just, you know, it's just kind of unbelievable that you have a chance to make millions and millions of dollars playing a kid's game and you won't do it because uh, you're going to break curfew or do whatever stupid thing. Uh, whatever Dion Waiters was, I'm sure it wasn't something that a normal person would do because normal people don't get suspended three times. And I just I don't know why they just don't cut him. So uh, they've given him many, many opportunities. But you got to think that anything else after this will be the last straw. And that'll be that. But so a lot of uh, interesting news, of course, sad news with David Stern. And then, uh, you know, Mexico City G League team is a fun announcement. Uh, the, the Kings and Bucks participating in prison games is very interesting. And Dion Waiters just, uh, I guess, being 2019, 2020 Dion Waiters, the guy that gets suspended all the time. So uh, very, very strange news today. But we go over to uh, Philly. On the road against Boston in the action tonight, uh, Philly won this game 115 to 109, bringing their record to 19 and seven. And we talked about Philly's home win streak this year, but this was the first home loss for the Celtics this year, and they're 17 and seven, so they're not a slouch at all. And Philly was missing Al Horford, and for Boston, they were uh, without Robert Williams and Marcus Smart. Tatum knocked down a three-pointer to make it 110 to 109 uh, late in this game, but Embiid knocked down his free throws to seal it, and Embiid had been coming off a little bit of criticism from Charles Barkley and Shaq, who said that he needs to average closer to 30 points than the 22, and they asked him about that, and he said they're right. So, you know, he's not taking it personally. He's taking it as, uh, you know, putting fuel on his fire, and I think that's a very... Smart and mature way for that dude to handle it. So, and this is the guy that is liable to say anything like he's a nobody and stuff like that. But in this game, 38 points, 13 boards, six assists. So he shut Barkley right up. Um, added a block, 12 of 21 from the field, 12 of 14 from the line, knocking down those free throws. Two triples as well for him. Huge game for Joel Embiid. 
uh, uh, Toby Harris, 23, 8, and 7 with a steal and two blocks. He was 10 of 20, 2 of 3 from the line with a triple as well. Uh, Mike Scott scored 15 in this one, had four boards. Uh, Josh Richardson working his way back from his hamstring injury, 14, 2, and 2 with two steals and two blocks. Deuce is wild for him. 5 of 11, 2 of 2 from the line, two triples as well. Matisse Thibel played 30 minutes, only could muster up six points, a board, two assists. He did have a steal and two blocks, though. Uh, two of four only took four shots. Um, all were for three, and he obviously only knocked down two. Um, and Ben Simmons, seven, eight, and six with a steal, or excuse me, with a block. Two of six, only three of four from the line. Didn't take his three. And uh, we heard that they want him to be taking a three every single game, and he did not get one. Uh, going over the Boston side, big one for Kimball Walker, 29 points, a board, eight assists, and a block. He was only 8 of 21, though, 38.1%. Uh, did knock down 8 of 10 from the line, five triples as well. Gordon Hayward, 19, 4, and 5 with a steal and a block. He was 8 of 16, uh, 1 of 2 from the line, and two triples. Uh, Jason Tatum, who uh, pulled it within one late, uh, 15, 3, and 4 with a block, 5 of 18, and three triples for him. And it was just, you know, bad shooting night for Boston. And, uh, you know, they shot 46%, but their main guys shot poorly. And um, 50% for Philly. It's just not going to win you any game. So Philly walks away with a win here. A surprising one, the Welsh and I talked about it on our um Well, I talked about on the In This League Fantasy Basketball podcast. Cleveland was going on the road to San Antonio, but the Spurs hadn't played a game for, I believe it was like six straight days. So I'm just going to double check as we're talking about it here. They played this game on the 12th tonight. Their last game before this was a 105-104 victory over the Kings on Friday, December 6th. They got Friday to Thursday off. I don't know how... Uh, you get that in the NBA, but then they were at home and the Cavs beat them. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how the Cavs won this game uh, because they're not good and they're coming off a back to back, but they played really well against the Rockets, too. So um, very, very strange game for them as they win 117 to 109, uh, 30 points for Kevin Love. 17 triples. He also, uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan missed a pair of free throws with 14 seconds left uh, that would have sealed it. And then they were up 113-110, and Love knocked down a three to tie it for the end of regulation. And uh, this was also the the Spurs' uh, third straight overtime game, and Cleveland opened up on an 8-4 to run in overtime, and it was basically over from that point. Kevin Love, like I said, 30 points, 17 boards, Two assists, 11 of 24, four of five from the line, four of nine from three, uh, 15 two with an assist, a steal, and a block for Chetty Osman, three of eight from deep, and uh, six of 12 overall. Tristan Thompson, a bad night for him, two points only, seven boards, two assists, one of five, 0 for two from the line, just a terrible night for him. Colin Sexton is getting better and better, a 28 two and two with a steal. 10 of 19, so 52.6% shooting for him. Only one of five from deep, though. Darius Garland chipping in with 8, 3, and 5. 3 of 8 for him. Jordan Clarkson with 25 points off the bench. Four rebounds, three assists, and a steal as well on 10 of 18 shooting with 4 of 11 from downtown. Going over to the Spurs side, DeRozan 21-4 with four assists. 
two steals, eight of 17 shooting, no triples for him. He usually doesn't shoot them. Marcus Aldridge, 18, 10, and three with a block, uh, six of 16. Uh, um, White had 17, four, two, and one, seven of nine shooting, no triples for him either. These guys don't shoot a lot of threes. Uh, Jakob Pertl had 23 minutes, four boards, three assists, uh, two steals, two blocks, two of three. I'm going to guess that he was, uh, him and LaMarcus were basically the bane of, uh, the bane of Tristan Thompson's existence. And also Kevin Love having a huge game just doesn't add up much for uh, them to contribute. But going over to the next game tonight, it was Dallas 122 over Detroit 111, uh, bringing Dallas to 17 and 7 and Detroit down to 10 and 15. And this was from the Mexico City Arena. And this was a huge one for Luka Doncic. They got a great game from him. This was his eighth triple double, his second 40 point triple double. And the Mavs went on a 14 to 0 run to um, before halftime. And they led by as much as 24 points in this game. It was not. A close one at all. There was some weirdness before this game because Andre Drummond had an allergic reaction to avocados, apparently, and they said his eyes swelled shut before the game started, but I guess they got him whatever he needed, and he played in this game. So a strange story. How have you not had avocado in your life? Um, I don't know, but maybe it was just something about Mexican avocado. I have no idea what the difference would be. But uh, he played in this game, and he was huge. But like I said, Luka Doncic, it was all about him. 41 points, 12 boards, 11 assists, 14 of 24, only 7 of 12 from the line. That's not good, 58%, but six threes as well, 6 of 13. Porzingis also had 20 points, 8 boards, and an assist, and 3 blocks. He was 8 of 18, 4 of 4 from the line, 0 for 5 from deep, though. Um, off the bench, Seth Curry's 30 points, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, 11 of 15 shooting. He cannot miss two of three from the line, six of nine from deep as well. Um, Finney Smith started six, five and three. Not much for him. Not much for anybody, but just a huge, huge night for Luca on the Detroit side. Like I said, weird. The Drummond had this reaction and then played 23 points, 15 rebounds an assist, three steals, 10 of 14, Three of six from the line. You would have thought Blake Griffin was the guy with the allergic reaction. He had 10 points, three boards, five assists. He was three of 16, 18.8% shooting from the field. That is pathetic. Three of four as well. He was a negative 18 on the plus minus in this game that they only lost by 11. So not a good night for him. Derrick Rose, 19 with four assists and two steals as well. The last game of the night was Denver, 114 over Portland, 99, uh, 15 and 8 now. Denver is 10 and 16 for the Blazers. The Blazers pulled it to uh, within one late in the third, but then the Nuggets after that went on a 10-zip um, run to end the third quarter. And it was all she wrote there. But some good news for the Blazers is uh, Nurkic was running the steps before the game and has been ramping up his conditioning. And Terry Stott says he's doing everything he's supposed to do behind the scenes. So maybe that talk about uh, them adding Kevin Love or perhaps Davis Bertans is a bit overblown. If Nurkic is going to be back sooner rather than later and running stairs, I mean, for a guy that snapped his leg in half, that's got to be close to the final step, right? If you can do stairs, why can't you run up and down the court? It's not nearly as much pressure. So 
Uh, you would think that he's going to be back very soon. Maybe it's just, you know, working on balance and conditioning and all that stuff before he really gets back in basketball shape. But he's got to be real close if he's running stairs. And with the Cavs wanting a first round pick for love, plus, you know, you're going to have to take on a big chunk of uh, contract. Maybe maybe this is just the best way to do it here. So um, just wait for Nurk to come back. And they've been playing better. 10 and 16 ain't going to get it done in the West, though, because at this point right now, they're still at least two games back. I mean, the Suns are 11 and 13, and so are the Thunder, and the Wolves are 10 and 14, all still ahead of them uh, for playoff spots. They would be ranked 11th in the West with uh, San Antonio hot on their heels at 9 and 15, and uh, even the Grizzlies just a little bit behind them at 8 and 16. So what we're seeing from Portland has been better, but it just hasn't been good enough quite yet. But Going over to this game and looking at the stats in it, it was a big one for Whiteside. He had a career high, uh, 33 points, 11 boards, and two assists. But on the Denver side, Jokic, 20, 11, and six assists. He was 7 of 14, 4 of 6 from the line, 2 of 5 from deep. Will Barton chipped in with 15, 11, and 4, 12, 6, and 3 with a steal for Jamal Murray playing after his trunk contusion, whatever that was supposed to mean, 36.4%, two triples for him as well. Uh, Gary Harris had 15 points off the bench, or excuse me, in the starting lineup. Uh, Jeremy Grant had 20 points off the bench, five boards, two steals as well. Uh, Monty Morris, 11 points aboard and seven assists with two steals. He played 20 minutes and... Uh, Murray only played 28, so probably still a little bit sore. Uh, Will Barton, 15, 11, and 4 as well. Only 16 minutes for Millsap, 6 and 5 with a block. Um, only two fouls, too, so I don't know why he only played uh, limited minutes. But for Portland, like I mentioned, Whiteside with a big one, 33, 11, 2, and 4 blocks. McCollum, 15, 2, and 2. Uh, only 13 points for Damian Lillard. Uh, two boards, 11 assists, though, and a steal, but he was only 5 of 16 shooting. And Carmelo in this one had 20 points, nine boards and assists, two steals and two blocks. And he's really fitting. I mean, I may have to wind up eating crow on Carmelo. He's been playing great recently uh, with the Blazers, but I'm not I'm not willing to do it yet. But it may be uh, coming close here. Let's take a look at the weekend slates here on Friday. I think the game that I'm most looking forward to. I mean, look, you guys are probably going to laugh, but I'm looking forward to the Knicks and the Kings. Because I know I'm specifically looking for Mitchell Robinson, of course, but I think that they played small ball against Portland and he wasn't great. They played small ball against the Warriors. He was a little bit better, but those teams run fast and you have two entrenched big men here with Bagley and uh, Holmes who are super athletic and stuff. But I think this one should play a little bit better to him as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble. So I'm interested to see what he can do uh, on this West Coast swing. And uh, I think this is their last game on this West Coast swing. But uh, I'm interested to see what he can do against uh, some more established post players. Uh, the Clippers and Timberwolves should be good uh, for today as well. The Bucks and Grizzlies, is GA going to play? I don't know that they're necessarily going to need him. So that one is an interesting one too. And the Lakers and Heat. Could be the best game of the night. Definitely the best records, 22 and 3 going up against 18 and 6. But we'll see if the Lakers have that good old South Beach hangover because you know LeBron knows all the spots after playing in Miami for a long time. So we'll see there. Uh, on Saturday, 
the Bucks and the Cavs. Once again, is GA playing? Is he going to miss one of these games? Is he going to miss both these games with his quad soreness? Uh, the Rockets and the Pistons is an interesting one uh, as far as I'm concerned because the Rockets have been playing terrible recently. Uh, the Raptors and the Nets also a good one. And the Wizards and the Grizzlies uh, are also playing. On Sunday, here's some better games here. We've got the Sixers and the Nets. I like that one. Uh, the Pacers and the Hornets. And the Pelican and the Ma- the Pelicans and the Magic should be a decent one as well. So uh, that is going to be it for me. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Is It The Welsh for the Welsh, at Sports Grid as well. And have a great NBA weekend, and I will see you all on Monday. Take it easy. Bye-bye. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.